0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to All Things Us Our Podcast. Morning, Leslie.
1: Good morning, Pam. Happy Happy Thanksgiving weekend in the US. Yes,
0: yes, it is a good Thanksgiving weekend, I think. So it's been a weird one, that's for sure. How was yours? Uh, it's
1: it been a most unusual, yes, it's been a most unusual uh, <laughs> time. <laughs> know how else to put it it was good i mean we had just stayed home and made our own uh thanksgiving meal Mm -hmm. reached out and chatted with people um you know yeah well you might
0: my sister who's a nurse and is uh Decided that she had enough last the last couple of weeks because they uh, had seven patients in her mm-hmm. facility tested positive, and so they had all go through the the COVID tests, all the employees, and and uh, none of the employees tested positive. Thank goodness, Touchwood.
1: And That's
0: yeah, wonderful news. Yeah, and but she just she just wanted nothing to do with cooking a big meal so she and, and her husband my, my brother-in-law there's a, a convenience store called wawa around here and they have something called the gobbler <laughs> and the, the gobbler has turkey stuffing mashed potatoes sweet potato mashed sweet potatoes whatever you know they put it in a bowl or they also serve it as a sandwich so they did that <laughs> in, in bowls and then they also got um <laughs> They, she, my sister loves her creamed onions, so she made her creamed onions. And I personally went, my, my neighbor, uh, it was going to be my neighbor, Phil, and his niece, Marlene. And uh, um, Marlene's cousin, and Phil's nephew, uh, Lee, who just moved up from Florida. So she was going to be alone, and she she doesn't know Lee as well as, because it's been a long time since they've been around each other, for, to be honest. So uh, they asked me to come up. So I went up there, and oh, that's nice. Yeah. So we, you know, Marlene made the turkey and stuffing that she likes. We, I made mashed potatoes. We, we all, we both cooked in the house, and so Mm -hmm. it was was a nice meal. It was a nice meal. Totally different, though. Totally different.
1: Yes. Yes. But I think you know. I think that's a lot of what this uh, year is about: adapting. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, doing the best you can with what you got.
0: Mm-hmm. And right uh, Ma-
1: and Marlene
0: is uh, still um, Betty, for for your information, she is still uh, breathing heavily.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you referring to perhaps the part three? Uh, yes, part three. <laughs> she the fantastic. She, go- uh- <laughs> she goes upstairs. She watches a
0: little bit of part one. And then she puts on uh, a a portion of the ending of part two. And then she puts on part three. (laughs) And that's how she falls asleep at night.
1: (laughs) That is so funny.
0: Oh, Lord in heaven. So, And I see Annabelle's got her Christmas tree number one up. (laughs)
1: Lovely. Uh Lovely. I love how people... um, I love how people are decorating and sharing Mm -hmm. kind of their, I I love it because I'm getting ideas from them. I'm getting inspiration. So please, everybody keep posting your pics. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been really fun to watch and see all the different uh, decorations. I saw Effie had um, put a tree up uh, a little while ago. Mm -hmm. And I saw that uh, MJ was putting uh, some photos out. Um, of
0: her house yeah
1: lots of lots of fun yeah lots of fun to watch all the decorations come, come up. up it helps get you in the season it does that it gets does. you in the spirit yes And yes. Uh, uh, i love it laurie said laurie said oh so she will definitely have sweet dreams
0: absolutely <laughs> absolutely she will oh god help us all <laughs> <laughs> and i i i ventured into the baking realm yesterday i will have you now
1: and yes, I know what you made. Tell everybody. I made you, butter made. tarts. We I... are all things that after all. And butter tarts are a very wonderful, very Canadian uh, mm-hmm. treat. Mm-hmm. Um, that I am very jealous that you have bunch of bunches of butter tarts in your household because I want them.
0: I know. Well, the <laughs> recipe you make, the recipe I have you make 12, I have six left. And I've only had two, one last yesterday and one today. So you know where the others are,
1: <laughs> with my brother and
0: sister, sister and brother-in-law. <laughs>
1: I think it's great. Mm-hmm. So what are they exactly?
0: It's a butter pastry crust. It's um, mm-hmm. brown sugar, a little bit of corn syrup. Um, surprisingly enough, two teaspoons of vinegar. I, I guess, to cut some of the sweetness, maybe um, yep. and butter, of course, and some eggs and you 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 make it in a little muffin tin and and you pour the stuff in and now that you most there there are three ways Canadians do eat butter tarts, they're either with raisins or currants, pecans um or plain or and I think maybe
1: walnuts too, as far mm. as nuts go they all sound good Mm -hmm.
0: and um you know in my house I have no problem with raisins but uh my sister it's a long story uh my my grandmother had a a a woman that worked for her and apparently she had a lot of dark moles on her face and so my mother always told the story about Emily and her raisins ah so no my sister will not eat or touch raisins anymore even though never met the woman i am, you know never saw the woman but that was that was an interesting you know little tidbit so i didn't make any with raisins but the nuts and everything else i did but yeah there's somebody said they're like mini pecan pies a little bit yeah (laughs) a little bit yeah and my sister wanted ice cream on hers, and uh, my brother-in-law put whipped cream on his. I don't know why. And yes, I Ellie... How do
1: Canadians do that?
0: I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to ask. <laughs> Any, ask our Canadian friends. Um, yes. Uh, yes, Ellie Reed, I do get Sam Hewen's texts. Very nice chatting uh, back and forth with him. He had the sasnak text yesterday, so...
1: Yes, and and Ashley noted that she might get some whiskey, thanks to Sam, a.k.a. Jamie from Outlander. Hope the peat tastes like a campfire, just the way Gabriel likes it. Mm -hmm. But I bought it as a family gift to share for the holidays. So, yes, scotch is quite the acquired taste. But, boy, Mm -hmm. if you like it, you really like it. And I've I've actually enjoyed some scotch. I'm I'm not a huge scotch um, drinker. But um, I'm, I'm starting to appreciate it. But I think a campfire is a really good way to describe it. Sure. I also had a brand, and I'm forgetting the brand. One, uh, one of my colleagues loves it. And mm-hmm. it tastes like the sea. It really tastes like the sea. I don't even know how else to describe it. it it's really, really interesting. And that's why he liked it.
0: Well, there, and there's, so, all, there's all different uh, blends and everything, which there's single malt. There's other, you know, other stuff and some of it you know yeah it, it can get pretty uh I drink it I don't mind it uh, but you have to drink it neat with just a drop of water to i don't know, just just that drop of water it, does something right to to it, open so, it up it, yeah. it
1: uh, op- opens it up it makes it bloom mm-hmm. i think is the i think it's the la- it's the parlay of the la- of the language of the aficionados yes. We should ask SR about that yes um oh i as as you know, Sr is quite fond of his yes. his Laphroaig.
0: Well, I had, fr- uh, I had friends who had gone to uh, Scotland, and they w- they did the Oban um, Distillery up there, and uh, so we did oh, cool. some of that. Yeah, so that's pretty good. My father was well, a, an out- a um, uh, Johnny Walker fan,
1: so uh, I'm I am a fan of Johnny Walker. <laughs> I have a good story about uh, an overnight ferry. R- trip on the uh, mediterranean sea i'm um, going to the greek islands with johnny walker <laughs> i was i was alternating between johnny walker red and um uzo so you can only imagine um I, I, I and had... i didn't get sick i didn't get sick there so you go. there were germans involved and greeks and it was kind of like a great floating un mm-hmm. conversation it was great um I, and and there were a couple people were curious about the text from sam Hewen and mm-hmm. it's an advertising campaign at least in the u.s and the states yeah. um people are you know they're advertising you're going to get text from sam regarding the new um scotch yes. so
0: and any movies and, that he is working out and his book clan lands and also um i think he's <laughs> going to have a showtime uh thing with uh graham mctavish Going around Scotland, oh, which is going to be that interesting. Would be f- or stars, fun. whatever channel what it is, I forget. Yeah, so. that would
1: be fun. Well, and um, I, I, I just Ellie's putting the putting the number out there that um, the text comes from. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think uh, what a fun creative campaign. I'll have to check it, is, it out. It I is. haven't signed up. I, I was following the product, but I I haven't checked. I haven't signed up for those. Uh...
0: Oh, it's it's good. It, it is good. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and I'm stupid me. So you know, you get it. You get this text. Hey, man. Uh, you get this text. Um, uh, what? So what? What are the? What are you doing this weekend? I'm like, I don't know. What plans do you have made for us? <laughs> you don't know, get a response, but it's fun anyway. <laughs>
1: It is fun, and I love that. I love that he just wrote. I can just picture the boss now tasting whiskey and scotch, rattling them off, and making a list of which drink his characters will, <laughs> will drink.
0: True, true. But I, I, I think the boss is pretty much um, got one brand in mind, and that, that yes. would be Lafleur.
1: Although um, I think he would, he would go with the wines. He, he could kind of attribute wines, and of yes. course, Julia with her. Um, her uh, senorita tequila uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, episodes <laughs> although I'm sure now as uh, as a mother she's probably toned down her tequila episodes
0: I, I I'm thinking. yeah probably I would hope a little bit although sometimes <laughs> sometimes a, a little bit of whiskey and and uh, and I'm talking of a little bit not a lot and with breastfeeding it helps the child go to sleep <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh yes, that's an old school uh, My grandmother, my great grandmother Would put brandy on the gums you might, When yeah, my the babies mother did were too.
0: I, My mother would do yeah. that too And uh, yeah, just uh, on a side note We've gone off on a side already But when my son was <laughs> My son was getting his molars Oh God, he would mm-hmm. He would wake up in the middle of the night And I mean like 1.30 in the morning And go on for three hours Crying
1: and mm. Oh no! It's such and, a horrible time for the I little know. guys.
0: And I and I was I was visiting with my sister. It was in the su- summertime, and she did, We had the windows open. She didn't have air conditioning in her in her apartment she was in, and um, I. The, the apparently that the the complex she lived in they separated the people with children from the singles and or or, you know, no children people. I don't know if that's legal or not, but that's what they did. So we're, they're sitting there, and mm. Patrick is screaming, crying, and I'm trying to calm down. My brother's like, he's getting, my brother-in-law's getting pissed off because he's got to go to work, so he's like, I don't know what to, you know. Oh, but,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, the whole, the, the tension within the whole house. Yeah, and so finally my my uh, sister says, well, I'm going to get the bourbon. And she, she brought a bourbon out, and she put it on i put it on my finger and rubbed his gums with it. He was asleep in 10 minutes. <laughs> just so. needed
1: a little bit of a...
0: Yeah, and this is after a friend who was a dentist who had given me this stuff, that this gel that they use when they numb your gums to put, uh, you know, like uh, Novocaine in. And it, you know, mm-hmm. so, But the, the, the bourbon worked better. Anyway.
1: Well, Ashley's... Um... Ashley's just texting Sam about gushing about his whiskey. So I, Ashley just tell him he can join us. He can he can just log into all things SR right now. That's right, he can. We, we can talk. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. You never know.
0: That's very true. Um
1: <laughs> But no, I think that's really, really, really fun. Um and I I think, you know, I, I was trying to think in terms of you know, we, we do like to hit and highlight all things SR and all the different things mm-hmm. um, that 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 means. And I love talking about some of the Canadian uh, traditions and butter tarts is one of them. I remember Absolutely. specifically when we were in Toronto um, having that experience of seeking out a butter tart, because I remember specifically hearing about them. I'm like, I want to mm-hmm. have a butter tart. Mm-hmm. And they lived up through the billing. So. It's really, really a delicious um, and surprisingly hidden treat. Like I'm surprised, living in the U.S., we're not that far from Canada, but I had never heard of butter tarts. No, until
0: um, I think joining this community. That's right. I think I the first heard about them through uh, Dana. Yeah, and uh, Mm -hmm. because she was making. Oh gosh. Jesus, Sorry, the cat just knocked so off a that- metal food bowl.
1: Oh my gosh! Well, at least it was metal and not porcelain or glass. And that's true, right? Oh god! This is Boy. true. <laughs> oh, this cat. She was getting too excited. I was just going to say maybe um, was it Matilda or
0: Matilda. Stripey? Stripy or Matilda? Well, right? maybe
1: Matilda was was reading Annabelle's text about. Um, and julio's live feed last night he said he'd like to have dinner with a fan matilda may have gotten a little excited about that
0: mm-hmm. lynn says
1: g pouring wine and <laughs> giving her his drink at lobby holy moly
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and
1: monica was blaming william on the uh <laughs> the
0: well you know william william has <laughs> did play a little bit of havoc you know um we we Leslie gets, uh, sends um, questions over to SR when we're doing something, and then she'll forward the, his response to me because he doesn't hit reply all sometimes, which is fine. And <laughs> um, so yesterday, she sent them twice, and they didn't come through. The body of the email didn't come through. So it was-
1: Which that is was so unusual. I, yeah. Which now, and which now we thought it was William because he might have been a little upset that we were doing a belated birthday edition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I actually thought I was blaming Snarky because this, well, this has Snarky's it, fingerprints all over it.
0: It does have Snarky's fingerprints on this, it does, <laughs> and uh,
1: but, but that's okay. We did a workaround and uh, I sent Pam uh. uh some of the information uh, via messenger this morning and it finally worked.
0: Right. So yeah, so. he's jealous because he couldn't get to the <laughs> butter tarts. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. And, 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 and Kenzie noted butter tarts are pretty big in Wisconsin. So well, that just, makes sense. That,
0: yeah. Cause you've got that a, makes lo- a lot of sense. You're so close to the uh, Canadian border. So.
1: Oh, they were delicious though. And I'm so, I'm, <laughs> Awesome. I'm so glad they turned out well for you and you've kind of inspired me. I might try and make them at some point. Um, I think I'm going to go straight for the, so the pure...
0: So easy.
1: Really? Oh, that's great.
0: I mean, you know, I made, I made my own pastry dough and, you know, I always... you got to make sure the butter's really cold so I usually put the butter in the freezer before I put it in to cut it up with the flour and stuff. And
1: mm-hmm. then...
0: Um, one, and then once I get it all together and formed and I, I put the, the dough back in the refrigerator until I'm, you know, and then I'll make the filling. But, and just, here's the best part. I don't have a cookie cutter, a round cookie cutter. <laughs> I use the, uh, the lid to a jar of peanut butter.
1: <laughs> hey, it
0: worked. It worked.
1: worked. Any it worked. kind of, any kind of round, round, uh, Mm-hmm. Lid would work? Yes. I like it. So, I salute your creativity.
0: You got to do what you got to do, especially in this house. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. so my, uh, I, I, I was very excited at how they turned out. They looked really good and they taste good too. So, anyway, so I was blaming William on all this. And, uh, you know.
1: Well, Betty says Willie loves the attention, but he doesn't like the spotlight when it comes after Gabriel.
0: That's true. That this is, is true. true. He's, but
1: he's, it really it really was not the reason why we didn't have his birthday podcast closer to his birthday, which was November thirteenth. Right. And the reason why we tip we first did not have it was because and we were planning to, but we had delayed the Nina Bachi Interview mm-hmm. a week, um, and we wanted to make sure we were able to chat with Nina about her new book. Right, um, and actually, we were fairly certain Willie would understand. Yes, and I think he did. I'm, I think he did. I'm, I'm I think sure he, he had supported it. Although he may have I've, gotten a little annoyed, though, about the premiere of Part Three last week, that may have true. that may have pushed him over the edge.
0: I think that's probably it because he gets a little uh, upset when the boss doesn't pay much attention to him.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, but the boss said, I mean, SR was really happy that we were bringing mm-hmm. some uh, spotlight to uh, William. Uh, he actually said, thanks for featuring William uh, this week. And mm-hmm. he says, I hope someday we can bring the Florentine series to film. So everybody, you heard it here. Mm-hmm. SR's hoping we can bring it to film. That's making me excited.
0: Making a lot of people excited, especially William. (laughs) That that that, that's going to be an interesting series to film with all the CGI work that has to happen. Stop work.
1: Yeah, it would be. It Mm -hmm. would be really, really great. So I was thinking maybe we could turn our attentions to. Some of the news that SR wanted to share. I am seeing in the Absolutely. chat room that uh, there was a live chat with Julio yesterday, and that's always exciting. So, guys, yeah, I, go I started take a to look watch that. that. I started to watch it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just read Betty's comment. Betty, you are cracking me up. She says, My neck and thighs are ready. Bring on Willie. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, Betty, you make me laugh so hard.
0: Yeah, and, and, and the ch- one of the things he said in the chat yesterday is that he would very much like to have maybe share a meal with a fan. That
1: would mm-hmm. be great.
0: And I do know when he's not filming things, he has a, a dental clinic that he uh, continues to practice in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well,
1: I saw, I did see, I've not been online much, but I did see that. hmm
0: mm-hmm. Which is great. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so so as far as announcements go, mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: um, and we have many. Lyns <laughs> was saying, "I volunteer as a tribute." G. <laughs> yeah, really. I am sure you're not alone in that.
0: It, it could be like the uh, movie. Um, oh, what's that one with Bobby Rydell and Anne Margaret, where she plays she plays the uh, girl that's picked her as a fan to give. Uh, the teen idol, a goodbye kiss, and Bobby Ray Del as her boyfriend. I'm trying to think, Dick Van Dyke was in the movie.
1: <laughs> anyway, I do not know. That. I I
0: will come. I, it will come around. I I will figure it out.
1: I'm I'm going to look that up.
0: Okay. So anyway, um. So SR's announcements are the complete Gabriel's Inferno adaptation is now on Passionflix, and readers can still subscribe. At a discount using the code 3inferno in all caps until December 3rd. Um, He's told that there's new merchandise will be coming to the Passion store in time for the holidays. And I believe he believes this will include DVDs and CDs. Very cool. Um, I'm
1: excited about that.
0: Yes. Um, Gabriel's Rapture is still on sale for $1.99, and that sale ends on Sunday, he thinks. The audiobooks, the Gabriel series, is now available in Australia and New Zealand through audible.com.au and through amazon.com. Um, this And, of course, the soundtrack for the film is available on uh, in the iTunes store and on Spotify. I believe they were still checking whether it was going to be coming up on Amazon or not. Um, the Russian edition of Gabriel's Inferno is releasing in December and is available for pre-order. And there's a link for that that we can pass along. And uh, I also hope to have more news of re-releases of the series soon. I know the Bulgarian publisher will be releasing them, and that Italy and Spain are, are, have already done so. And uh, I'm there.
1: so I'm really excited about the, all these um, re-releases. It's pretty spectacular it considering is. the book came out. Mm-hmm. Almost a decade ago, you know, true. Um, I'm I'm pulling the uh, the Russian um, edition link. I hope it works for you guys um, in there mm-hmm. and the Audible link for Australia and New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Well, that,
0: that's yeah, it's um, audible.com.au. A.U. Mm hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Um, anyway. They're such good audiobooks.
0: They are. John Michael Morgan's portrayal of uh the of all the characters was fantastic in the audiobooks. So.
1: Yeah, truly, mm-hmm. truly was. Um what a gift that he left us. He did. Um and I'm I'm very excited um for those who haven't um, have the opportunity uh, or if you want to give it for a holiday gift, the Gabriel's Rapture $1.99 sale is pretty spectacular.
0: Yeah, it's the Kindle um, edition.
1: hmm so. I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am also putting in the chat the reminder about the code for the discount. Yeah. Um, just so we have and I always smile um, when people say, uh, "And Betty, you said I wish I knew how to read other languages so I could read this series in all of them." And JMM is the best. I always smile because the CEO of the company I used to work for—his, those were his initials too. Mm-hmm. So when everyone, whenever someone says JMM, I actually think of of him as well, mm-hmm. as um, as our wonderful beloved uh, narrator um, for those books. Really, really great. Mm-hmm. So, William. I think it's time to sh- share a little love on William. I think um, so. And and I, we asked SR a few questions about William. Um, and it's it's kind of cool to talk about him. I, I, you know, SR was happy that we were doing uh, uh, showing a little love to William at this at this time, since it's been all Gabriel all the time mm-hmm. um, for this year um, because of the exciting passion flicks production but um, William has a very strong fan base as you know and many of you are part of it Um, and we just asked a few questions of SR um, about when he was formulating and starting to write this we asked if he had a specific inspiration when creating the character of William was he a fully formed character from the start of his writing or did the character evolve as you wrote and what was his favorite attributes of William. So, SR responded by saying, William appeared in my imagination fully formed. And I think the key to his character is that he's a product of the Middle Ages. So his sensibilities and his way of looking at the world is very medieval. One of the things I considered when I was writing him was how immortality affects one's perspective. Having lived so long, I think it changed how he viewed human beings and civilization. And SR says, I hope people enjoy the novels. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought, I first of all, I, I love the fact that he had this character in his head that had to come out. You know, the muses spoke and inspired him. Mm-hmm. And I actually did a little bit of uh, a quick little reading, spot reading of some of the Florentine series, especially The Raven. And, um, you know, he is... When when I saw this response to the question, I thought, that makes perfect sense. He Mm -hmm. is medieval. His character, he is a product of the Middle Ages. Yep. The the way of looking at the world is, you know, and I think that makes an interesting juxtaposition, too,
0: with Raven
1: being this modern woman... And he is, you know, approaching things from that very, um, it's a different middle age sensibility, right? And um, yeah, Lori, yes, it is interesting. In fact, I like the answer so much. I'm going to post that in the chat box um, just because I think it's a cool perspective. Um, And, you know, well, his whole
0: backstory of the Middle Ages. You know the fact that you know he was born in England, basically, mm-hmm. and uh, I believe the reason why he chose the name York for his his name in the uh, series was because he originally came from uh, the York in England, and you know just the loss of the of the woman he was in love with at the time and. You know, the fact that, right. and just think, when you think about it, she was basically attacked by people.
1: Right. And that's really what I think one of the things that drew him to Raven to begin with, and mm-hmm. that, that kind of that initial, I and I just pre-read it so it was fresh in my brain. I mean, mm-hmm. the fact that he, he had that, that instinct that he had to revenge, seek revenge for yep. the loss of his beloved. Mm-hmm. Um, as Betty says, Willie's really old fashioned, but that's why we, I love him.
0: Yes. And is. Ellie
1: said, we were all very excited to get SR's vampire. And yeah, I mean, what a vampire he is. Yes. Um, very different. I, I just, yes, yes. It's not, he, he's not your everyday normal vampire. You know, no, he's, he's running his empire. Um, he's overseen Florence for 700 years. You know, it's, it's, um, really, um, uh, and the fact that he has that duty as well to protecting his his those who he um, lords over, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. it's really interesting. It is it is a very medieval type of um, setup. Yes, Betty, it was deja vu for Willie. It mm-hmm. really was. Mm-hmm. You know, when he saw Raven being attacked. Um, it, it, it's just fascinating and, and well
0: even even when you think when you talk about like you know the fact that he, he went in to save this woman uh-huh. while she's being attacked you know again that goes back to the way he wrote, wrote the vampire I mean he's not Dracula who turns into bats and flies around and what have you and he's not um, he's not Matthew de Claremont who I also love as a vampire but that's another story uh, yes. You know, Willie, well, Willie has some of the attributes of being able to be awake during the day.
1: <laughs> and I, Annabelle or, or,
0: or Jean-Anne, I think you were asking about the clock that is still there. <laughs> yes.
1: I think she heard, she may have heard your, um, your notifications, your, your phone, uh, the sound was still on for your notifications. So I think she heard it when the, People were texting you. <laughs> that I happens think, too. So, do you think William uh, appreciates the halftime show? Uh,
0: <laughs> I think he would be amused as as because he get he can be a little bit stuffy at times. Yes, I, I think I he I probably wants amused. something
1: more liturgical, like uh, Silent Night or, or <laughs> yes. Oh Holy Night,
0: yeah, or something like
1: that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but. I, I, and. You know, you were saying about how he is kind of unconventional or more of a different type of vampire. And, you know, Betty said his, her favorite part of Willie was that he wasn't stuck in high school or college. You know, so many people now think of the vampires from Twilight. Right, um, right. But there are so many different iterations of mm-hmm. vampirism and, you um, Oh, and you, it, know, you know, I, and it, and or the Vampire Diaries. Um, just putting a true. plug in because that is true. a really great show, and all the spin-off series that go around with it, um, all different interesting backstories. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Betty had said, "Willie is his own man, making decisions and ruling his city the best way."
0: The you best know, time. and that's that. What's really interesting about that is he loves Florence, and and what is really neat is when you're walking around Florence at night. You can imagine, and I, I know SR has said this, but um, you can. There's like the alleys are so dark, and and the streets are so narrow in the in the main part of the of the city that when you you think you there's could be somebody on the roof watching you, or the, you know,
1: it just that it it gives you that kind of feeling. So that mm-hmm. which is really cool, but um, well, even from the pictures that um, people have posted about Florence and mm-hmm. Florence at night and, and the video and the images and of course seeing beautiful the beautifully shot film mm-hmm. of part three uh, of Gabriel and Julia walking around in Florence, you can imagine you can imagine William being on top of the uh, the and, the and mm-hmm. looking down Well know, it
0: was funny because Susie had gone to Florence I think the year before I went And she took a picture uh, uh, near the um, Uffizi. And on top, there was this, like, bluish light. And I think it was just something with her camera. I don't know what it was. But so everybody decided that was William watching her.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember. I remember that. That was a good discussion point. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just, I was thinking about, Um, the other piece of SR's, uh, commentary on William was one of the things he considered was, um, how immortality affects his perspective, Mm -hmm. um, how immortality would affect one's perspective. Um, having lived so long, I think it changed how he viewed human beings and civilization. And this was really resonating with me. Um, well, and, and even at the beginning of the book, of the Raven, Mm -hmm. you know, he was considering, you know, human beings as almost like ants going around and doing their own business. Um, He was very detached at that point Mm -hmm. because he had cut off a lot of his humanity. Um, But the fact is he's seen it come in and come out and come in and come out. Exactly. Um, So it's, I I think uh, it does change your way you view it. Mm -hmm. And I, for those of you who um, have watched the series uh, Lucifer, which I am in season three of of watching Lucifer, that same type of of questioning and the same type of issues are posed in that show. Um, you know, it's it's not just kind of like this kitschy detective show, mm-hmm. but they do kind of touch upon. Um, there are several characters in that show that are immortal and that have lasted throughout the ages. And they do talk about, um, that detached perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, it was just, um, well, I think it was a really interesting way to, um, have an interesting consideration to bring, um, to the character. Well, well, think of everything that
0: he's seen through history and and the growth. I mean, the growth of human right. beings, the destruction by human beings. You know, with you can mm-hmm. consider wars and stuff, and the um, you just the going through the industrial revolution and everything that was coming up through there. I mean, that to see that kind of stuff would be fascinating. Uh, go through and through his eyes. Um, yes. But, you know, but he's also seen how humankind has come about, too, as far as, you know, women were considered property for for long periods of time in our history. And now, you know, now you come out and you've got this woman. She's, you know, she's not Italian. She's working in Italy. She's a re- art restorer. And, you know, she's living on her own. And that, in the Middle Ages, would have been totally unheard of, too. Right. So.
1: Which I think that also maybe threw him for a loop. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and, you know, Betty had said, I wonder what Willie would think of society in 2020. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I, I think he would equate it to, um, you know, with the pandemic. He he already had been through pandemics, so he mm-hmm. kind of knew mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what to expect and what people were going on. Um, Kenzie noted, I think he would think, Stupidity exists in all ages, which I think is very true. That me. is true. And <laughs> but Maiden Raven would. would help him see the positive because mm-hmm. Raven is his light. That's and right. I, I, think that's, I think that's very true. It's human it's, nature. It's mm-hmm. human nature.
0: You know, it's hope dancing in his arms. It's, it's uh, you know, just seeing life in a different perspective, which is totally cool. And I don't, I, you know, I don't want to get there, there. I don't know if anybody has not read all of the Florentine series. So yeah. I, to I was actually curious.
1: Could we ask how many of you have read, um, Florentine series? Is there anyone, actually, I should probably do it the other way. Is there anybody on the, who's in the chat room right now who hasn't read the Florentine series yet? Just curious. Um, I know for you, Pam, mm-hmm. uh, the Florentine series was a very special was. Um, book and series. Ashley said she read them all less than okay. a month. I know you can breeze through them. They're so, so mm-hmm. good. Um, but you actually hosted the podcast on the Florentine series. And I how, did. How did that come to I around? did. We, we, well, um,
0: Betty and Perling had started the uh, Gabriel series podcast and SR had put out a tweet one day asking if anybody wanted to start a Florentine podcast and um Kez responded and uh, I think it was Mrs. Mrs. Gabriel Emerson I don't know what her that was her tag or her handle I don't know what her name was Dana from Manitoba um mm-hmm. and I responded so we we all we you know went through direct message and you know SR hooked us up with each other so we could talk and it you know I think we we started talking about it about a month maybe two months before it actually went live and uh, how we were going to deal with it who would do what you know we had to get all the particulars done because SR wanted to make sure it went out onto Apple t- iTunes uh-huh. um and so, we, you know, it was a learning process in a lot of ways because there were, you know, things I wasn't aware of then that I'm more aware of now as far as how you record the podcasts and what goes on behind the scenes. And then, uh, you know, just going through the, we, we were, we would take the chapter and we'd like split it up between us and start talking about it or we'd we'd each take a chapter, so. Yeah, that, so we, we were able to do that. So
1: I, I loved, I loved started. listening to that. I really, that was, I found, I found that, well, I started listening to that from mm-hmm. the beginning, mm-hmm. I think, because, mm-hmm. um, I had been listening to Betty and Perling's podcast and then hearing about the new one. I thought mm-hmm. that would be a great thing to mm-hmm. do. And from what I can tell, I, I believe everybody, it seems like everybody has read these and there have been some really great um, comments. Ashley saying, "Ending the ending, I cried tears of joy. Best mm-hmm. vampire love story ending mm-hmm. ever." And Lori says, "It's also a great reread.
0: You mm-hmm. pick
1: up something new each time. It Absolutely. is so well written, of course, Absolutely. and that is true." I, I I picked up things just doing a little prep for the show today that I didn't notice before. You well, there's,
0: there, there's so much, I mean, you know,
1: I, when we
0: were doing, when we were doing the podcast, that's also when I took what I call, what I call the grand tour. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, and uh, so I was, you know, I was in, I was able to podcast from Paris and from, um, from Florence as well. I did podcast from both areas. Paris's was a little tricky because the Wi-Fi wasn't really strong in the hotel I was staying in, so that got a little hairy. But it, it worked. And then, um, and Florence, I was actually when I was re- we were going through it, I was actually in the hotel that uh, Gabriel and Juliet stayed in, and William had visited a few times because one of William's ah. one of William's best, uh Scenes was he was going to go for the revenge yep. of, of Gabriel for and and Julia for mm-hmm. the uh, you know the 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 prince that he they had showing at the at the gallery, and you know William showing up on the balcony and he sees Julia and and uh, Gabriel making love and he he gets a little bit jealous with that a little bit I think yes in a in a odd way not you know. It wasn't. I don't think he, he and Julie, or he and Raven, had really gotten together at that point. But he was like, you know, looking at this, and he, he was sort of having little flashbacks, and and part of his humanity that's never really left him, you know, shows up, which is I thought was was really interesting. Uh, but the fact that he had he had that in, intense sense of smell. Right. And he knew that Julie was having problems uh, with her fibroids and, you know,
1: yeah, it's, it's really, you know, as Kenzie notes, he was jealous of their love for one another. He wanted that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, you know, start in the Raven, you know, it just, it really mentioned too, that he was um, very different than the, most of the other vampires in it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he had that sensibility,
0: There there was always a little bit of humanity within him. That Mm -hmm. none of, like, you know, uh, Ibarra, who, I you know, Monica, I would love to see him on film. Because I I can just imagine the (laughs) character, you know, I think he would be a very good, handsome character to look at. Yes. Um, I, you know, but, (laughs) you know. He is in my mind, I can (laughs) tell you that. But then then you have um, Ava, the redhead the Hibernian, as she's also known in the book, and you know, she, you know, it, her, her sense of, you know, she would she would have killed anybody and everybody.
1: <laughs> Monica just said, "Oh Lord," <laughs> <laughs> and Ellie said she can recall chanting, "Don't kill Julia, don't kill Ju- Julia." Yeah, really,
0: really, it's true, you know.
1: Yeah,
0: but and but I think. And then, and then when he gets together with Raven, and he's all full of taking his revenge out on the on the Emersons, and and Raven's mm-hmm. like, you can't do that, you know, right, right. And I, I, that that also appears uh, appeals to that hidden humanity that's still within him, even though uh, it had, you know, been taken supposedly taken away when he was uh, turned.
1: Well, and and you know, I, again that. It, it, it shows so many times. I mean, there was the one scene where he went and it, he, he was going to get the revenge and Claire was in the crib mm-hmm. next to the bed mm-hmm. and he decided to pull back and not do right. it. There was something within him and it is that, that humanity, that, that, that piece of his soul mm-hmm. that still was connected. Um, yeah. Just, it's, oh. I, I, Haven't reread this in a long while, and I I, I saw Betty in the chat said she was about to start rereading the Prince again. Mm -hmm. I may just do that. It's been a long time since I read these books, Um, and I I would absolutely. We've talked about this before. Just love seeing this come to the screen Mm -hmm. Um, because I can imagine. uh, I just I think the characters would be so compelling. Um, They they would be very and it would be such a beautifully. There's there's so much opportunity for beauty, um, mm-hmm. uh, because of the setting, because it's in Florence. Uh, just it, it could just be phenomenal. Um,
0: oh, oh, the set, the setting for it would be absolutely fantastic. If it, it, you know, and if it could be sh- all shot in Italy,
1: yes, but yes,
0: especially Florence because it's there's so much in Florence that so many hidden spots. I mean, it, it's
1: it's it's cool on that end. <laughs> um i'm laughing because monica was saying you know as ellie was saying don't kill julia she was saying don't kill Ibarrá." <laughs> and um but he says i think samia's spidey senses are tingling when someone says ava's name oh yeah yeah, yeah. i cut, agree samia's um, always cut the bitch cut the bitch <laughs> <laughs> yes samia had very strong feelings about ava yeah she did. um And Kenzie said, well, the good thing is SR's writing is so vivid that you can imagine all of the beauty within your mind. And that's so true. And actually reading at this time of year when it's getting colder and grayer and darker in the northern hemisphere, um, this is another example of taking a a trip in your mind as you read, Mm -hmm. um, just like Roman Crazy. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. I, I always talk about that book as being such a fun escape. But this one as well. And uh, Betty says, the series would be awesome as a film, but we need four parts. <laughs> yes. We need four many, parts many, for many each parts. film or
0: four parts for four
1: books? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Monica says, off with their heads. Mm-hmm. Betty says, I'd be okay without. Ravens motorcycle ride show my stomach and I would appreciate that hey you know uh, I would Betty, love to one, be that's one of the things I want to see I mean I'm thinking like James Bond caliber over the, the hills uh,
0: on the back of around a, the
1: corners oh my gosh
0: on the back of a triumph uh with the curve oh that would yeah I would I, I could be. do that
1: I could do that that would be great, and she, and Betty says she'd like four parts for each film, please.
0: <laughs>
1: yes. Mm-hmm. So, so. Um, one of the other things I we had a couple more questions for SR, uh, um, and we wanted to ask. <laughs> she was talking about the vomit scene. <laughs> well, yes. Well, that happens. we don't want to. Yeah, that's Where, true. We happens. don't want that to happen, but. You know, since William's birthday was November 13, mm-hmm. uh, we were curious as what he did for his birthday this year. How did he celebrate? What was Raven's gift to him? And he said, William and Raven are safe in their sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And Raven brought, bought William a new chess set for his birthday. Nice. Which I think would be lovely. You could mm-hmm. see them actually playing chess in their... And there's a secluded paradise Yes
0: and it is a paradise.
1: <laughs> I would love to be there. I, I thought that would have been the best place to uh, go through quarantining um, cor- a quarantine with the Florentine. How about that, that There you go <laughs> There you go <laughs> um, I would love to quarantine with the Florentine um, but I, I just thought that was I thought that was kind of lovely yeah. and I could see. Um, and she's like, them it seems enjoying like... each other's company. Yeah. Ashley says, I can see them playing chess, LOL. I can too, Ashley. It's mm-hmm. so funny. <laughs> Lori says, new book title, Leslie. <laughs> Maybe that could be an outtake.
0: Quarantining in the, with the Florentine. Mm-hmm. So, but the other thing that he's that, that she's introducing <laughs> him to the Star Wars films.
1: Yes, yes. That's We wanted to know what they were doing during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And if they picked up any hobbies and yes, she's uh, (laughs) I'm wondering uh, who who William would uh, most relate to in the Star Wars series.
0: (laughs) To be honest with you, I think he would might relate a little bit to Darth Vader, because when you go through the series, you know that Mm -hmm. he's like the transformation, the the transformation toward the end. Yes.
1: Yeah. I love it.
0: Now, I have not. I, I'll be very honest with you. I have not seen the uh, Revenge of the Sith,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I do have to see that one. Uh, to, oh. um, I'm. So I'm not, we're not. You know, <clears throat> only because I just never, I've never had a chance to actually sit down and watch it. And every time I go to watch it, something comes up, and I never get a chance to. So.
1: Uh, and uh, Josie's noting, I know, I, we, well, that's something to do over the over the um, holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Josie says she has to go. Hope I'll see at least a few of you for the carol sing Zoom. Yes, Josie, I've not been on social, though. I don't know if that, have that has that been set up yet. Have you guys determined a time? And for those of you who don't know, this would be a the holiday the- carol singing via Zoom. Zoom.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. So So I will take a look to see when that is. I want to join if I can, because I think that'd be fun. Um, Yes. Betty thinks Chewbacca might be who he (laughs) he works with. And Betty is still a star Wars virgin, which is remarkable to me, Betty, because you are like one of the top pop culture uh, mavens. I know you are, you are very in tune with so much in the pop culture. Okay. Thanks, Josie. The link is posted on the Emmer Zoom page. And it's at one o'clock, so. Yes. Is that one o'clock today?
0: One o'clock today,
1: yes. Oh, I don't know. I may be able to join. I'm not sure. But have a blast if, if, you, um, if you can. Um, if I don't see you, have a great time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Monica would love to do that, although her voice is horrible. Monica, singing is for everybody. And Absolutely. I'm sure your voice isn't horrible. I have a hard time believing that. Well, um, I, I, I was in the you know before the and podcast. Lori still Lori hasn't seen all the Star Wars movies either.
0: I'm very intrigued, you ladies. I mean, I can't even begin to tell you I, how many times I've seen the, the uh, first three movies that came out, and I, I am one of those wonderful, wonderfully young people that got to see the uh, A New Hope in the movie theaters many
1: times mm-hmm. <laughs> me too <So. laughs> and uh, monica says she can play guitar and um that drunk christmas betty says drunk christmas karaoke is always fun as yeah. well <laughs> that's true that is true
0: <laughs> i i am also not a, a huge singer although if you could have heard me in the kitchen this morning trying to sing to sweet judy blue eyes with uh Crosby, still Nash, and Young, you would understand. <laughs>
1: I think it's great.
0: But I, you know, when all else fails, same. That's my, my motto.
1: <laughs> I love it. Annabelle said, I haven't seen Star Wars. I was four when it came out and went to the cinema with my dad and brother, but I spent most of my time making my dad take me to the bathroom. <laughs> As a four-year-old would, that makes That's sense. That's true. Um, Betty's watching the Marvel movies right now. She's not watching them in order. It's driving my brother insane. He said it makes no sense. You—that That is so funny. My daughter made a point of watching all the Marvel movies in order. She was very, very um, diligent about it. So I think she would be in line with your brother because mm-hmm. watching them out of order would drive her crazy. Um, that's so funny. And Lori wanted to know, can you watch Mandalorian without watching, uh, or Mandalorian, I think. Mandalorian, Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, watching all the Star Wars movies, I do not know the answer. Do you know well, the answer to that question?
0: It it take, the Mandalorian is takes place uh, bef- I think before the Star Wars movies came mm-hmm. out because you have got Baby Yoda.
1: Yeah, I would think you can. I think you would. Yeah. Might not get all of the references, but I don't think it would hurt to watch it. No,
0: I mean, the, when my son was growing up, I mean, you know. Uh, the Empire Strikes Back and um, uh, the Return of the Jedi came out.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, oh yeah,
0: way before the the next six movies came out. And when I, I had a friend whose husband owned a, a video store, and he was closing the store up, and he, you know, anybody want any movies? Oh, you know, so I bought mm-hmm. the three. VHS tapes of the Star Wars films and we would go through um, like snowy Saturday afternoons with my son when he was younger and the two of us would watch a marathon of Star Wars movies and and this went on quite often (laughs) and um, which which was always you know dinner depending depending upon what time we would start dinner was either delayed or it was again let's call out for pizza but my (laughs) my son has um yeah his his thing with all this now is he's got all the star wars tattoos oh yeah that and which always drove me crazy because i'm not a big tattoo person but that's his thing and so I mean, <laughs> he gets all into it. He get he really gets all into it. I just and I just love Star Wars. And now that I have Disney Plus, <laughs> I you can watch, watch them it. all the time.
1: I know it's funny because literally my daughter the other day is like, I want to watch Star Wars again. And she just watched it earlier this year in the first part of quarantine. She had never seen them, and she's kind of obsessed with them now. Mm-hmm. And I see Annabelle says her brother is obsessed with star wars he has all the movies in all formats and the figurines etc um ellie noted you can watch the mandalorian um it's it's a separate story you might miss some references kathy said baby yoda isn't really yoda just a young one of whatever Mm -hmm. species yoda was and then Betty says, "My brother started watching Star Wars when quarantine started. That's the, my daughter did the same. Mm-hmm. She said he has watched everything and keeps suggesting I watch them, but I've been busy. So maybe during Christmas break, actually, Betty, I really think you'd enjoy them. Yeah, you would. I, I you really know, think you'd enjoy them.
0: One of the things that always struck me when when they first came out is the spirituality of them. Mm-hmm. You know, May the Force be with you. Right. You know that that always struck me, and I." And from what, the
1: first from the very first movie, I mean that was prevalent in the new hope I mean mm-hmm. that was the uh, yeah so, it, it was it was stunning and I, I I think you would really like it and the uh, characters you know, are so good
0: And considering that Raven has turned uh William onto the Godfather <laughs> and you know maybe he'll take a little enjoyment from star wars i love it uh, i think so too and I love uh, it. my son had one time wanted to, when the other movies came out he wanted to start from the uh episode one and go through episode right nine, watch whatever. them in, yeah watch, watch them in, them in
1: chronological
0: it's just no fun that way you gotta watch them the way they were made <laughs> 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 all out of order but anyway
1: I think it, I think it's fun and mm-hmm. I'm excited. You know, I think William will appreciate them. Um, I think it will, I think there is a lot of, uh, you know, the fundamental, um, struggles between good and evil mm-hmm. power,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Uh, domination, um, redemption, all the good stuff, oh, yeah. faith, hope. Um, it's all in there. So mm-hmm. I think it will resonate with him quite well. And I'll be very,
0: I, I'll be very honest with you. I have taken no offense to Jar Jar Binks. I know he's like a not loved character too much, mm-hmm. but I love Jar Jar Binks. I just thought he was the funniest, funniest character of them all. So,
1: yeah, I, I, I never, I didn't understand that whole thing either. And I have to say, when the, the first three movies came out, I was, um, I was obsessed. Like I was into it. I watched them all the time. Um, mm-hmm. but that was in the theater because they didn't have video back then. Like, yeah, it's, it, I was, I was young. I think I was my, I remember seeing the first movie. I was 10 years old. My uncle took me mm-hmm. and it was very, very cool. I felt very, you know, cause it was a big spectacle, you know, and it was such, there was so much hype around the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember we sat right up front in the theater, so when they were going down to into the Death Star, I felt like I was flying along with them. It was, yeah, it was yeah. movie magic at its finest. Absolutely. Um, so. And Betty says her go-to movie is Superman the movie. I will try to watch it again before the end of the year. So, yes, Monica for Monica's on vacation for two weeks, so I'm sure you can get lots of uh, movie uh, recommendations uh, from... Uh, from the uh, pu- from the chat room friends, because um, there's a lot of good ones out. But the oh, Star Wars always Star Wars has held up over time, definitely. So. And then the uh, we had one last question for SR, <laughs> and um, we asked him uh, if he was considering writing any additional books featuring William and Raven. And he says, I think I will write another book in the series eventually. I just don't know when. So he's got a file that that makes me very happy. He's got a file. (laughs) Yes, because. um, The fact that he even hasn't closed that option off is very exciting to me.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: You know. So, yeah.
0: So I mean, it, it, it's he's all good, and you know, Willie deserves his day. He really does deserve his day. Yes, he he does. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Or so, his millennia, as it may be.
0: That's very true. It is quite quite a long time since he's been around. So.
1: Yes, in, as Ashley in, says, we need more Willie.
0: We do. We do. <laughs> And we need more Nicholas and more Acacia and more Raven, and we always can do more with Julia and Gabriel and Baby Claire. Yes. And uh, I'm I'm interested. I can't wait to see what he comes out with next. It should be very interesting.
1: I know. I'm really looking forward to hearing about his his next project.
0: His I know next, it's going to be. This group of his, his next
1: world, his next world that he will be showing and sharing with us yes and
0: monica does need more medieval swear words <laughs>
1: Sorry. Yes. yes i know and betty says maybe willie and nicholas could come together and solve a mystery with raven and acacia i think that would that be, would an, be an
0: excellent crossover excellent there's crossover. some fan
1: fiction to write
0: yeah absolutely uh,
1: there you go ashley get going on that i know ashley likes to write fanfic so. uh-huh. Oh, but again, I yes, and seeing more with William and Raven would be
0: that would, be, would be lovely. I yeah. would love to see if they have children at some point in there. I know. I know. If they Although can, I, if I they do can. have
1: to say, I do have to say, I feel like it was such a beautiful all-consuming, all-fulfilling ending of the Roman. Mm -hmm. It would have to be a very different kind of storyline with them. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It would be interesting to see. Yeah, it would be. It would be. But S.R. does not disappoint, so... That is true. uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, And Ashley's working on A Christmas Tale for Gabriel and Julia right now. That would be a thing. That would be great
0: too. That would be read. awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be
1: absolutely awesome.
0: I love it. So I love anyway, it. so next week um, we're going to get back into Gabriel's Promise, and I believe
1: we're on chapter eight next week. I believe that is correct. And uh, and I'm looking forward to. Uh, and we may have to split that up into two parts. Let's say yes, yes we'll so, we'll keep you posted on that absolutely. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, to going back to Boston with the Emersons and mm-hmm, uh, check, mm-hmm. checking in
0: um, yeah, it'll, yeah it'll it'll be good.
1: Anna would love a short shorty of the Fox and the Flamingo <laughs> <laughs> and Betty uh, thinks spoiler, alert, alert, alert. still no Paul Betty said <laughs> I know Paul hasn't emerged in the, at this point in the book yet, but he, he will. will have faith. He will. Don't worry. Uh, Monica made me laugh because she said, um, if, if there's another book, if I know William, he would adopt Maria just to provoke Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> that would, that would be good. That, that would, would be, be good. good. So. Oh my Cause gosh. little
0: Maria needs a home.
1: Exactly. So. Exactly. Well, this has been so much fun. I like I said, having our detour into uh William and Ravenland um in the midst of going over the uh, Gabriel's promise has been really a nice mm-hmm. um it's been a nice visit. Yeah. And I'm looking forward. Um you know, I this may actually prompt me to reread. Oh there's that, so many yeah. things to it, read though, but I, I still have to I still have to read. I'm gonna reread. Uh, the Hopeless romantic series. Um, mm-hmm. That's kind of on my next on my list. Mm-hmm. You read about um, the baked bananas. Yes, I love the baked bananas. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I love, I love, I, I love that whole series so much. And I love, um, I just love Henry. I, I love all the characters. Mm-hmm. I think Henry's my favorite.
0: Well, Betty's looking forward to a visit with Willie and Raven on their island.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. Like I said, nothing I would rather do than quarantine with the Florentine. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so. so, anyway. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, you guys. We weren't sure because of the U.S. holiday. We weren't sure if we'd have anybody um, popping in. So um, you, and you did. It's so great to have our stateside friends as well as our international friends joining us. Um, mm-hmm. I always look forward to seeing everyone online. So, this has been really, really great.
0: So, I'm going to leave, leave us off with A Little Azul by Jesse Cook. Nice. So, yes. Yeah, so, everybody be safe,
1: everybody. Be safe and have, have a, a good, good weekend. Week.